Hey oh, hey oh. Evening come and I won't go home. Hey, we say, we say, we say. I'm just gonna sing like an idiot driving on the freeway. All right, hey, what's up? I'm back, and you're in the car with Bark, and I'm staring at a Hyundai venue. Such a cool little weird wagony Mini Cooper-ish looking fucking thing. Dude, traffic is crazy right now. And I don't like it. I, the older I get, the more afraid I am to drive. That just kicked me right off. I'm looking at my topics list and I realize, hey, my mic is slowly kind of falling down because I've got it angled so low, like to where it there we go hopefully that'll stay in there can't have it pointing straight down it'll just shake out shake it out shake it out anyways uh something that i deal with is fear of not seeing my kids grow up of course i'm afraid of dying now each passing year i really work on and i really do mean i work on not being so afraid of dying because it's going to happen it's it's going to happen being afraid of dying which was leading to um god where was i going with that being afraid of dying and driving and my lack of risks i'm really minimizing my risks lately a lot but i am genuinely like everyone should be afraid of dying But I wouldn't be if I knew that I could see my kids grow up because that's my number one thing. Like, I want them to be old enough to understand death and to get past it. Like, right now, I'll get past it. Like, if somebody I care about besides my immediate family, my wife, my kids, my in-laws... Yes, I love my in-laws. I love them dearly, actually. We'll get to that eventually. We'll get to that shitstorm of an episode eventually on why my in-laws are basically my parents. Spoiler alert, I have no relationship, mostly, with my parents. They're not awful people. They're just not my people. But I get uh, a little less afraid of death each time. A year passes. Again, if I knew I was going to make it to 65, 70, let's just say 90, okay? Let's just go with 90. But I can still use the bathroom, you know, when I want to use the bathroom. I I would be fine because I know I'm going to be ready if that's really a thing. Betty White says she was ready. God dang, man. She almost made it to 100. Betty White, National Treasure... I, this is why I really hope there's an afterlife because Betty White should be doing something. She's too awesome to not be doing anything. But the older I get, 41, going to be 42 in uh, April, the older I get, the scareder I get, not of death, but of just everyday shit. Like, I no longer ride roller coasters mostly because my stomach doesn't like it anymore 
but I drive less. I try to drive less. I do not make it a priority to go places. Like if I if I want to go somewhere, it's very planned out. I don't take joy rides to take joy rides anymore. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that people are worse drivers, I think now than than ever. Like we used to not have safety precautions back in the well, I don't know exactly what days it was. 60s, 70s, I don't know. The days where nobody had seatbelts and kids sat in the back glass and laid and looked at the sky, that kind of stuff. Dude, this car will not just let me be. Here, we'll do this. Anyways, uh, driving's scarier to me. Like, I feel like the more you drive, the higher your risk is of getting in a car accident. Isn't that ridiculous? I think it's ridiculous. But it's the truth as well. I mean... You do something dangerous on any level, whether the danger scale is a 1 or a 10, you, uh, you're really putting yourself at risk. So I try not to drive as much. I hate the fact that I drive a half an hour to work. I wish I could cut that down to three minutes. That way my risk was less. A little ridiculous, I know. But I want to see my kids grow up. So I do a lot less that is damaging to my well-being or health. I used to be a smoker. I now, I can't say I completely quit that, but I smoke one cigarette a night. One. It's like a, after the kids are asleep, guilty pleasure, kind of just, I I always smoked because I enjoyed it. That was my thing. I enjoyed it. And I was never a chain smoker. I didn't smoke like two packs a day or anything like that. But I enjoy, I enjoy them. So I have one a night. A pack will last me roughly three weeks. Typically three weeks. But yeah, I minimize my risk everywhere that I can because we don't know. We don't know what's next. Everyone thinks they know. We don't know. Like, I I just hope there's something. I almost rather it would be something bad than nothingness. Like, just the idea of knowing I exist, even if it's awful, seems better than non-existing. Than not existing. Not non-existing. But yeah, that's an interesting thing. So I I minimize my risk. Except for this. I mean, surely this microphone dangling in front of my face impairing 7% of my vision, I'll estimate. That's probably more dangerous than not doing it. But... I love pod- I love podcasting. I love recording. I love talking about shit. So I will. Uh, let's talk about something else. This is kind of uh, near and dear, near and dear to my heart today, because my wife sent me a picture of some kids Valentine's Day box. If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. If you remember your youth, you know what I'm talking about building a valentine's day box for those sweet sweet valentine's day cards valentine's day by the way worst fucking holiday known to man they're all consumer holidays which makes me hate most of them um but valentine's day is the worst of the worst i will never understand anyone my age anyone full-ass grown adult 
again, I'm going to say this so many times on this podcast, 30s, 40s, 20s, I'll give you a pass. 30s, 40s, and above, no pass. If you still want Valentine's Day gifts, and think about it, if you have to buy Valentine's Day, have to, I understand some people want to, but if you have to buy Valentine's Day gifts, that sucks. Like, that sucks really bad. Like, most men, I'm going to be real here, they don't buy Valentine's Day shit because they want to. I think we know this. It's not like I'm breaking any major news here. But we buy them. I don't. I don't fuck buy shit. But I used to. We buy them because it's it, it's we're we're supposed to. That's what American society has led us to believe. We are supposed to. We don't love our wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. We don't love them if we don't buy them Valentine's Day shit. You can't love them if you don't buy them shit. Spending money is love, right? Right. Yeah. Me and my wife don't do Valentine's Day. And I've known my wife over half my life. So I know she's not just saying this, but she hates flowers. I'm telling you, go ahead and think it. No, she doesn't. It's just what she tells you. No, she seriously thinks they are a waste of money. She actually specifically told me when we got together almost 10 years ago after being apart for 12 and we were together before that, that story will come later. Don't waste money on flowers. I don't like Valentine's Day. And I was like, God, I I knew when I met her that she was like the one I wanted to be with. I knew that. But she really drove it home. She really made me feel secure about that forever known decision in my head that she's perfect for me because I just think that shit's silly. I think it's really, really fucking silly. Now, granted, do you know she's not completely devoid of, you know, those kind of things. Like, she likes she likes jewelry. She doesn't love it. She won't spend a ton of money on it, but she does like it. You know, and, and I, uh, maybe, see, that's the thing. I don't know if I'll ever buy her jewelry because we just, we don't have the gift giving. We don't get each other anything for Christmas. You know, birthday is about the only thing we do, and we don't necessarily give each other gifts. Like, she'll make me a cake from scratch she's a you know amazing with cakes and cakey cakey substances and i will uh this her birthday this last go round i made her she's a big lemon fan she loves lemon stuff so i made her a lemon loaf from scratch first time i've ever done so with a lemon glaze and i fucking nailed it i absolutely fucking nailed it because i know lemon bread I love lemon bread. Bob Evans, which is a chain restaurant in my area, maybe maybe some other areas, they suck now. But before they sucked, because they sold out and new ownership is like, oh, let's just get frozen shit. But they used to have lemon lemon loaf, lemon bread. It's fucking amazing. Delicious. And uh, mine was better than that. Bar none, hands down. I did, I did really good. I was really proud of myself. And she was shocked, like blown away. That was so much better than giving her anything. The look on her face, like especially after she she was surprised, you know, from the get-go. 
But when she tasted it and it was actually good, it was like, oh my God, what is this fucker doing? See, it's dangerous. People don't even know it. They're indecisive on the highway, turning onto a fucking small town road. Indecisiveness. Like he had his blinker on, then he didn't, then he did. And he's like, should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? Fucking, you got to do something. You can cause a 20 car pile up on 32. But yeah, she was, she was very happy. And that, and that made me happy. Like, you know, you hate to, the, to repeat the cliche from the heart kind of thing. But like that gift was because I knew she loved lemon bread. It wasn't something that I could just buy. I, I don't like, yeah, I just don't like that. We don't buy each other Christmas gifts. None of this shit. And Valentine's Day to us is the worst. It is like people out there spending money they should never spend because the day says, show your love. Show your love with hundreds of dollars. Fuck that. Fuck all of it. Consumerism sucks. Now, granted, I consume. I love audio gear. You know, I love tech. So I consume too much, for sure. But I don't spend it because a certain day tells me I have to. I don't do Black Friday. I don't do Cyber Monday. I don't do any of that shit. Most of those deals you can find, you can find those kind of deals on used marketplaces less less than those deals all day, every day, 365 days, a motherfucking year. So fuck your consumer holidays, Uncle Sam, you prick. Not doing it. But Valentine's Day sucks. Okay, anyways my original thought here she sent me a picture of a kid that brought a valentine's day box to school because his mom posted it on social media everyone's favorite shit show and this thing was fucking mom did a great job on it mom did a fucking phenomenal job on it kid didn't touch shit the kid didn't even put a drop of glue on this fucking box because this box was straight out of a fashion show or straight out of an art collection. Fucking Andy Warhol made this Valentine's Day box. And that shit is almost as wrong to me as committing a fucking crime. A real crime. Because A, your kid didn't work on it. Did nothing. They did absolutely nothing on that Valentine's Day box. And if they did, it was just so you could morally be able to say that they helped you better not say they did it like no no fucking way but that's the that's the social media show everybody does their kids box for them and everything and it's like fuck dude who's gonna believe that teachers know they know when a kid's not when a kid didn't create a perfect looking pikachu valentine's day box with a fucking separate attached heart connected by LED lights and just come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. That shit drives me nuts. It's the Facebook fucking dog and pony show. We make a, you know, we make our kids Valentine boxes. We make all this stuff. I remember one, there was like a, they were, my kid was supposed to do a Native American scene of some kind. It was about their living space, create a Native American living space and I seen all this intricate shit that that moms and dads were not really dads let's face it most dads don't fuck with that shit not where I'm from they're playing Xbox drinking Budweiser or Bush 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 Light 
they're playing Xbox and drinking boosh light. Uh, but moms are posting all this shit. But I saw one, it was a Native American thing, and it was like, this thing had a fucking river in it, and the TP was perfect. Meanwhile, my kid took a shoebox because it, it was his idea, and it's like, this is this is this is about you. It's not about what I want this thing to look like. It's about what you want it to look like. He took a shoebox, he cut a door out of it, he went and picked a bunch of uh, bark off the ground, like tree bark. Our trees are a little old, so there's bark shed everywhere. That's what my band should be called, Bark Shed. And uh, he glued all this bark to the box and cut a door in it. And you know what? Did not look good. It did not look good. But it looked real. Like, he said it was a... Um, where a Native... It was like a Native American home that they built. And it was believable. You know, like... Yeah, rustic. He built a rustic little tree bark cabin and I was so proud of him because he did all of it except for me showing him how to use a hot glue gun he did the whole thing by himself and he got a good grade on it you know why because he fucking he did it you know he did it and I was super proud of him I'm sure Pikachu's going to get a good grade but the teacher is going to roll her eyes when given that grade and then she's going to see it on Facebook that the mom posted it and she's probably going to send her an instant message and give her a grade, too, because she knows she did it. Like, come on, man. Let your kids do their shit. Quit battling. Quit doing the Facebook war. Like, who's the best parent on Facebook? That's where you're at. That's where you're at when you're my age. It's not about who's, uh, you know, the 20-year-olds are posting their their weekend pictures at the bar or shit like that. Oh, I'm going way too fast. And that, that state, he's probably going to be like, fuck this guy pulling him over. Anyways, um, I actually need to find me a, uh, a side exit. Cause I'll fucking take it. But yeah, I was going too fast. That's for sure. I'm going to sneak into this little road here and we're going to, that's what we're going to do. I seriously, this is what I do in case he's coming. I'm going to turn on to this road that'll still get me where I want to go. And I probably won't lose much time over it. Yeah, I think he's coming. I think Mr. Stady's coming. But uh, he's not going to see me because I just ditched him. I don't know if he's coming for me. I'm not saying that. Yeah, he kept going. He might have been coming for me. Anyways, um, fuck, where was I? Yeah, the, the Facebook the Facebook social media parent war. The 20-year-olds are partying, posting their party pics. The 30- and 40-year-olds are perfect parents on Facebook and perfect houses, like the house always clean. My house is not always clean. My house is very lived in, like absolutely 100% fucking lived in. My house is more often a mess than it's not. Now, it's not a terrible mess. Like, it's not dirty, it's just lived in. Like, my kids don't pick shit up, which we make sure they do before the end of the day, but we don't clean everything at the end of every day. Like, shit, man, you would never have time to be happy if if you were just cleaning nonstop. But yeah, the the Facebook Valentine's Day box bullshit. This, this is another reason I hate holidays. It's just all so fake. Like, fake holidays breed fake bullshit from people that are on Facebook being 
fake fuckers. Very annoying. Yeah. And that's that's it. The well has run dry. But I made it last 20, 20 minutes. I'm sure I'll come up with more thoughts on the fly as we're doing this. But uh, left lane drivers, by the way, since I'm driving... Those those are those those piss me off. That's just a quick thought. Just a quick hitter. Winter. I'm really sick of the gray. I'm really sick of the trees with no green. It's uh it's warm this week in Ohio, like forties and fifties this week, which is really nice, but it's gonna suck whenever we get hit with the uh the February sub zeros because we'll get it. We'll get a couple weeks of that shit. Luckily, seasonal depression has not hit my house as hard as it normally does. My wife is uh, taking a run at a cupcake business. She makes the best fucking cupcakes. And that is not me being biased. They're the best cupcakes I've ever tasted in my life. And luckily, everyone that's bought some says the same thing. But she's taking a run at that. And it has made her so happy. Like, it's really tough to find your sense of purpose. It took me, besides having kids, which I don't know if that's sense of purpose as much as it is dealing with the decisions you've made, but uh, I love my kids. I wouldn't change anything, but, you know, I, I totally understand people that don't want to. I don't, I don't think you should be expected to have children. That, that should definitely be an if you want to. And my youngest child, that was a want to. We did that. We did it on purpose. We did it many, many times on purpose. To, to do that uh, but finding your purpose and what you actually love like some people find it early always was jealous of those people like when you find what you love to do and you find it quickly and early like my wife just found that we've been watching I've talked about the baking shows like we've watched the baking show stuff you know for a long time but she discovered that she liked baking and then she discovered this is where this is where this all falls into play she discovered she was good at it she's good at it because she loves it when you love something you make sure you're good at it that's how that's how shit works uh me i love recording i love making podcasts i love getting my thoughts on tape i love conversations with friends on tape i love making my microphone review videos because I like microphones which is obscure mics on YouTube by the way Um, but once you figure that out your life gets so much better I didn't figure that out till I was in my 30s mid 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 late mid 30s 2018 which was uh, almost five years ago because it was like what was it was it October was it July it's probably been five years so I was like 37 ish when I found out that I loved audio and podcasting and all that good stuff and that has made my life a lot more fulfilling along with my kids and my wife life is pretty good life's pretty good now if I could just get out of the nine to five shit that I'm stuck in because I hate that which if you've watched this podcast or listened to this podcast from the beginning you know that already so I'll shut the fuck up there but my wife the baking it has made her happy and to see her finally find that, like, you know, she was admittedly jealous of my hobby because I loved it and I found what I love. 
She was very jealous of that. And the last, like I said, she told me she was jealous of it. I'm not talking shit. She's like, I'm really jealous that you have this and I have nothing. And she just didn't think she was good at anything. And she's good at a lot of stuff. But she's really good at baking cupcakes. Like, exceptionally good. Like, her, and cooking and all that stuff. But the cupcakes are like, it's what she loves. She doesn't, she doesn't like to build, build, bake and build big cakes. She likes cupcakes. And her flavors are just magnificent. And her decorating skills are improving by the day. And it's just, it's a wonderful thing to see. Especially when I'm not bragging, I promise. But like, I have a fantastic marriage with really good kids and life is really good. Her being happy with something she loves doing, AKA her sense of purpose has made our family even happier. And it's, it's really awesome. So there's some advice I give today. I don't know how you just find it or just like make it happen. But my God, if you can find, or if you already have your sense of purpose, congratulations. But if you don't, um, it, it goes a long way towards your happiness to know what you love to do, what you're going to stick with. Cause for me, it was fa- fantasy football is what I loved before audio gear. And that's not really something that that's a, that's a game of chance. That's a game of luck. There's not the there's no skill to me involved in that. It's more um, research and lottery tickets, research and playing the lottery with your drafts and you know building a team. It's I wouldn't call it skill. I, I definitely think it's something that you can get good at, but calling it a skill just seems a little much. And I really I enjoyed that a lot for like twenty years. I enjoyed the fuck out of fantasy football it was what me and my friends did we were in leagues together for years uh it was it was fun but i recently quit that because it's not fulfilling anymore it's like i didn't even enjoy watching football because i'd end up rooting against my team because i had a player that was playing against them that i needed x amount of fantasy points from rooting against my own team so I don't have to root against anything with audio production and my wife doesn't have to root against anything with hers. Like she bakes her ass off. She's been literally not even taking a day off cause her, her shit's blowing up. It's awesome. It's really awesome, but find your purpose. That's how I'll end it today. Find your purpose. You, uh, I don't know what you're good at or what you're interested in, but whatever you're interested in, if the interest is strong enough, Like, fucking go for it, man. YouTube and podcasting and, I mean, whatever your interest is, you can can make it a thing on YouTube. Doesn't matter what it is. You like to make jewelry? Fucking make jewelry and video it. You like to have sex? You got OnlyFans. Have sex and video it. Like, if that's your passion, I wish, I wish, I, that, that's one thing I wish I could implement into our life. Maybe I wouldn't do the nine to five. Maybe people like watching dad bods make love to hot women my wife aka my wife i'd say that is a thing somewhere but uh whatever it is that you enjoy there is a place to market it there's a way to make it your career 
and it's not easy. I have not successfully done it yet. I am uh, working on it. I am 20% of the way there financially, probably 20%, I would guess. Uh, I, I feel like I can get there, though. I feel like within the next five years I can get there, which would put me around 46, 47 years old. And if I can get there, be self-sufficient, doing what I want to do, uh, almost a full 20 years before retirement age, I'll be happy. And I shall not quit because this is the great part. You don't have to quit. If you don't make it, that's okay. I may not make it, but I'm doing what I enjoy trying to make it. And it is financially profitable in this short four-year span of time that I've been doing YouTube. It is profitable rather than a drain financially. So even if you don't fully make it, you've kind of made it. You've kind of made it. My buddy Michael, he's a fantasy football guy. He's doing fantastic on YouTube. Absolutely fantastic. He's making more than I made in my 20s at any job. Doing great. It is totally doable. You just have to find what you love and do what you love. If you don't love it, it's not going to work. So that's that's why I did the... Uh, that's how my podcasting career began. It all went according to plans, sort of. But we did a fantasy football podcast. At the time, there wasn't that many out there. Especially that were dynasty fantasy football, which is where you keep all your players. It's like you run a team. But we started that, and uh, I'm really glad it didn't become my career because I lost my love for football, fantasy, all of it. Like, it just went away. Could that happen with audio gear? Maybe but I doubt it because I'm really, as you can fucking see, I'm driving a car with a microphone attached to the oh shit handle. So I, I don't think that's going to go away. I, I, I think I'm going to like this for a really long time. And I'm halfway through my life anyway, so I should be good. But if you love it, you can totally fucking make it happen. If you don't, and it's just a money-making scheme, I don't. you might be successful in the money-making part. I don't know if you'll be happy, though. That, that's the question. I don't know if you'll be happy. It's, it's really hard to tell. But if you love something, don't let it go. Like the cliche says, grab hold and milk it. You know what I mean. Thanks for riding with me today. Should I have a catchphrase? Thanks for riding with me. It's fucking lame.